Welcome to the Happy on Purpose podcast. This is Sandy Waggett. And this is TJ Sweet. Hey, TJ. Hey, Sandy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm ready to get this started. I know we have um, our first episode here, but I know we have a lot of other episodes coming. Um, so I'm super excited to today to, uh, what are we going to talk about? What are we talking about today? Courage. 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 Yeah. Courage yeah. Something <laughs> we all desire, we know all about, but how does it apply to our lives? That's what we're going to dive into today. I can't wait to talk to you about this. Oh man. Yeah. What's applying to my life right now for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think all of us in some way have courage that needs to show up or is showing up for us. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what, what does courage mean to you? Yeah. So courage, you know, it, it's, it's a word that I'm familiar with and it kind of reminds me of bravery. It makes me think about doing something, even though I know there's a, a risk. Um, and, you know, obviously I can't help but not think about the courageous lion, right. Who's scared and, and takes the chance. But, um, but it's one of those things to where I, I feel like there's a lot at risk and I have to overcome some fear. And so I just kind of have to mentally work my way through something, um, whether it's starting something, finishing something, whatever that may be. And um, but courage has been something that's shown up in my life in, in many different ways. And we kind of define it differently based on the chapters we're in. But uh, um, what about you? What, how do you kind of define that in your life? Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's so many misconceptions around courage or assumptions, I guess is probably a better word, because, you know, you think of the firefighters and the police officers and first responders who go barreling in when everybody else is leaving. But in, you know, just the lay person's life, courage shows up in so many ways. Mm -hmm. um, you know, authenticity comes to mind uh, with courage for me, because, you know, on, on a daily basis, um, we can put on so many masks to fit in in a situation where, you know, we hold back from saying how we really feel. Um, and then in business, you know, as a business owner, um, courage also shows up for me as bold actions. You know, you need, mm. you want to make a move in your business. And um, sometimes you hold back because you're, you're afraid there's things inside that you just, you have doubts. So it just shows up in a lot of ways. And um, even in my personal life, it's just honest emotions. You know, I, I tend to hold things in and, mm. um, you know, courage, if courage is showing up, then I'm, I'm honest about how I'm feeling and can articulate what I, what I really want and really need. So um, I think courage has so many layers to it that we don't really acknowledge or recognize on a daily basis. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like it's something that uh, a lot of times we overcome maybe some self-limiting beliefs or just some previous experiences. Maybe something didn't go well, um, you know, and, and maybe we've tried and we failed. And, you know, we kind of think about that as it takes courage to keep going. And, you know, so it's kind of like that when the when the desire is is so intense that you do it anyway, um, you do it because you have a strong why. You know, I think for me, as long as I have a why, courage feels easier because uh, there's purpose behind it. And, uh, you know, it's it's something, too, for me in my life that um, using courage in my personal life, but also in my career, you know, being able to to uh, come out with that book, uh, being able to post every single day um, the way that I do, being able to launch a podcast and, and not sure if it was going to if anybody was gonna, even going to listen. You know, now I interpreted that as, as me um, showing courage. 
by doing it anyway. Uh, you know, but a lot of people would think, well, why you've been doing it? What what's courageous about that? Right. And so for me, it was just overcoming that that uh, that fear of potential um, failure, you know, and that's kind of where courage has shown up for me and how I've been overcoming it. Um, you know, we kind of do it every day. Right. We take chances and bet on ourselves and uh, bet on our ability to endure. And obviously during COVID, that's something, too, that's come up. Right. Have some courage to uh, to keep going. So but uh, has it shown up for you in any particular way, like a particular moment or something that you can kind of draw back on? Well, in a in a few ways, I mean, I'll I'll um, kind of reinforce what you said in relationship to the podcast, because this is my first time doing a podcast. And, you know, I I, I know we both have just so much to share and um, just we have a lot of stuff in our hearts, right? But you feel like, well, who's going to care about that? And, and who's going to listen? Well, you know what? It, it, even if just one person listens, right? We've had the courage to put this out there. You have a little more experience in that than I do. So um, this was a big step for me. But, you know, um, for me also uh, in a relationship in my life that um, I have challenges with, um, you know, someone very close to me, and um, I found the courage finally, you know, 54 years old to um, set boundaries that would serve me and allow me to keep showing up in that, in that relationship. Uh, and that was hard. That's really hard. So that was a big moment of courage in my life. And, you know, that, that book that's coming out um, after the first of the year, sometime February, March, I don't know, hopefully soon, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's what that's all about. So um, it's a big deal. And, you know, the ability to set boundaries and articulate what um, is important to you and how you feel and not um, allowing people to treat you in a way that you don't deserve to be treated. Uh, I mean, man, I can't, everybody's got to relate to that on some level, right? Because people, people behave badly sometimes and they, and they don't treat us well sometimes. And, you know, having the strength to set those boundaries and articulate that, yeah, I I don't deserve to be treated that way. I'm not going to allow it to happen. Uh, That's courage to me. Yeah. Sometimes it's the hardest kind of courage to find, (laughs) right? Um, You know, I don't know, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Brennan Burchard's work. And yeah. he frames courage um, uh, from the standpoint of fear. So when we when we don't show up courageously, he says it's usually because of a fear of um, like process pain, loss mm. pain, or outcome pain. Mm. And when I heard him say that the first time, I thought, man, yeah, that's really brilliant. Because when you're feeling like you're afraid of something, if you can look at those three um, fears and determine which one it is. And sometimes it's more than one, then you can address it and it helps you actually muster the courage, you know, when you can frame what your actual fear is at that point. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that's such a great point too, because I think, you know, different things and different aspects of our lives, we can kind of relate to one of those, you know, we can kind of go, Oh yeah, let's put that one in that bucket, you know? And I think about, Courage, too, in the sense of it's, first of all, it's um, contagious, mm. right? So when you see somebody else show courage, you all of a sudden feel like you can, too, which is powerful. But then it also cultivates confidence. So when you're courageous once 
and you endure and you sustain and you keep going and you succeed, the next moment you feel the need to be courageous, you draw back on that last time you were and it went well. And so it's kind of becoming something that for me, I'm becoming more and more confident that I can pivot and I can learn and I can grow. And, you know, I have people around me and, you know, you think about the idea of courage as far as fear and, and really thinking about who else has done it. Um, while we have different messages to share, there's a lot of people around us who'd be more than happy to help us process that courage. And sometimes it's actually overinflating the risk and under uh, appreciating the value of what we're trying to do. And then once you realize, oh my gosh, right? That's the, that's the opposite side of courage is I totally overlooked that. I totally overthought that. Like, you know, it wasn't a big deal. And, you know, Will Smith talks a lot about um, his fear, you know, bliss is on the other side of fear. And what he talked about was his, his friends, they were going to skydiving. So they got in a plane, they were completely terrified. And he's like, I got to have this courage. And the sky, um, the skydiver that he went up there with had no fear whatsoever. It was planned. He was rehearsed. He was confident. And they just jumped right out of the plane. But he said, when he landed on the ground, he thought, what was there to be scared of? You know, fear, right? The opposite, you know, when you overcome that, it becomes that bliss. And, and that's where that, that confidence of being courageous doesn't mean that you do it regardless of danger. It just means you do it and keep doing it and just keep going. And that's the cool thing that I found about cur- you know, courage in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you're so right because we, most of the fear is really just thoughts that we just allow to brew in our heads over mm-hmm. and over and over. And you know, the longer you let it sit there and not take action or courageous action, um, you know, the more set in it gets and you lack mm-hmm. momentum and movement. And I love the fact that you brought up um, confidence because I actually had in my notes as I was thinking about, you know, this episode that, um, you know, you gain confidence when mm-hmm. you take one small act of courage. It doesn't have to be a huge step, but any tiny step with every step, you gain more confidence and you just need that momentum, you know? So I, I just, I, yeah, I love that. And I love the Will Smith story. That's a good one. I still yeah. have not ever jumped out of a plane. But, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I fear outcome pain on that. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Again, fear is real. Sometimes it is, but you know, and it's, and it's also something too, that I love the idea of helping other people kind of fulfill their potential and live their best life and move some things out of the way that may or may not be real. And, you know, not everybody, everybody's on a different journey for sure. And so by no means do I mean to minimize any fears that anybody has, because some of it's obviously very real, the way we manifest it and how it shows up. And, you know, I can't help but think about the visual of, um, of the brain and the neuroplasticity of it all and how we can grow and move past things so quickly. Like this doesn't take years of being courageous to learn how to, or, you know, moments, right? But we're often given moments to be courageous is the only way that we actually develop courage. So we have this internal desire to be courageous, but we have to embrace those moments where it's actually the only thing expected of us. And so I think about these penguins, right? This is another visual for me. The penguins looking down at the water up on the iceberg, they look down and everybody's, all of them are looking down. And then one takes the leap and they all watch him and they see him swim away. And then they all start going in, right? But it just took one to go first to go, okay. But it just took a split second for their confidence in the outcome to change. So my thought is be curious in moments where you need courage 
so that you can see if somebody else has already done it and learn how. Then, then your ability to be resourceful, like we've talked about many times, um, becomes the thing that you lean on when you feel like you need courage or you have fear about something in particular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was Tony Robbins who said, you, you don't lack resources, you lack resourcefulness. And that comes yeah. to mind, you know, with courage to me. And I wish I could remember who actually said this. And I, it struck me and I'm going back a couple of years now, which is why I can't remember who said it, but it was the challenge to live on the other side of yes. And that doesn't mean say yes to everything, you know, where you overcommit. It means living on the other side of yes, when presented an opportunity, you Mm. know, instead of being afraid, just say yes, go for it. And then you figure it out. Everything is figure outable, right? It's kind of like that. um, When I presented at the Eagle Summit, Last mm-hmm. September, you know, I was given the opportunity and about peeing my pants. So, <laughs> but I said, yes, you know, I think I was asked in June and um, I just thought, okay, just say yes and mm-hmm. then prepare, just prepare. And so I prepared and, you know, it was, it was small steps. And then I got up on stage and it doesn't mean I, I, I wasn't afraid or nervous or anxious or all the, all those things that we feel, but I was prepared. And sometimes preparation, you know, yeah. helps you on the courage side too. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And I, you know, it kind of becomes when you see professionals in whatever they do, right. If you think about professional athletics, um, singers, um, you know, actors, whatever it may be, we think, wow, Like they're so courageous standing up there. They're so courageous shooting that free throw, whatever the thing may be. But in actuality, they've already done that so many times that they don't even have to draw on courage. They just draw on confidence in that moment. Yeah. But preparation, right, is is key because that's where confidence comes in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, My my coach actually... um, when I'm, when I'm talking about things that I'm, I'm thinking about or actions I want to take and I'm questioning myself, uh, one of the things she always says to me is, you know, so Sandy, what, looking at this situation and, and looking at what you're trying to do, what advice would your best self give you? Mm. And so when, you, when I take myself outside of, you know, the nervous, afraid, uh, unconfident Sandy, <laughs> And say, okay, my best self, my highest performing, you know, 10x self, what advice would I give myself is always go for it, do it, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I just find that when I, when I, when I find myself at that pause, right, that's that fear, that internal fear, that's where my brain goes, I've kind of trained it to go there, okay, what, what advice would your best self give you right now, what would your best self do, what action would your best self take? okay, well, be your best self and take it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a great point because we all have that pause. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I think that pause for me is often just the acknowledgement of that. I'm feeling fear, Mm -hmm. you know, because if I didn't feel that I'd just keep going, right. I wouldn't pause or, you know, maybe needing courage in, in this particular context. But so when I think about like what draws fear out in me, like, what is that pause for me? You know, a lot of times it's the thoughts of others, the judgment of others, 
Um, it's not being, um, not delivering something to the value of which I thought somebody or that I thought I could, right? And and there's this really great, and I hope I can pull this um, this thought off um, in the sequence, right? But it, we don't often fail at who we actually are. We fail at being who we think people think who we are, right? And so that thought for me resonated because the fear of, of judgment of others or people not thinking um, that I am who I am, you know, and, and so that's something that's always come up for me. And I've recognized that now. And it's not that I don't care what anybody thinks, right? Um, I found the sweet spot of caring what everybody thinks, but not caring about what anybody thinks. Because I want to add value to people, like I want to enrich people's lives. And so I, of course, I have to care about what they think and how they feel. But at the same time, understanding that I need to push forward past that. So that's that pause, right, of like, that's me embracing and moving that block of what if, right, um, to to that go for it block, you know, I kind of just look at that one instead. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I think if we can recognize when we're feeling that fear, so mm -hmm. if it's that pause, you know, because there's always a pause when you feel fear, if you can recognize it when it's happening, then you can create, you know, sort of a mental shift, okay, here's what I'm feeling. Is it process pain, right? Is it outcome pain? Uh, you know, what is it? And then how can I just take one step, one step forward? And, you know, here we are, we took one step forward. And now here we are episode one of the podcast. Right. So cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, I want to bring up like a popular analogy that people use of the fake it till you make it thought. Yeah. You know, I actually kind of want to flip that a little bit and I want to get your thoughts on this too. So um, facing it until we make it right. Cause like faking it never really leads us to a destination with intention. You know, it's, it's fooling us or fooling others ourselves or fooling others, which is, is neither what we'd like to do. Right. And so that whole, I'm not as good as I am, but I'm going to act like I am until I am like that thought just doesn't enrich us. That doesn't motivate us to get up early and stay up late and read the books. And, you know, but it's like, Hey, I'm going to face it and our ability to overcome. Right. Again, if you think about courage in that way, our ability to overcome is the reason why we keep facing the things as opposed to turning away from them. Um, you know, as far as fears and, and worries, do you have um, things that you kind of have recognized about yourself that you is maybe is your pause moment and and how do you kind of overcome those uh so many so <laughs> many <laughs> i mean yeah i i am human i have fear of difficult conversations mm. i have fear of confrontation um i have fear i have fear of flying <laughs> i mean as silly as that sounds but um, yeah, just on a day-to-day -day basis, I, I, those are probably my biggest fears is mm. in pause moments, challenging conversations or confrontation. And not mm. that there's a lot of that in my life, but you know, when you own a business, sometimes there's challenging conversations either with clients or team members or partners or you know, whatever it is. And um, you just have to take one step toward it. And for me, um, you know, and I know it's different for everybody, but for me, again, it's preparation. So I think about the various outcomes of those conversations and I think about it ahead of time. Like, okay, so if they go this direction, what am I going to do? If they mm -hmm. go this direction, 
okay, what, what's the best course of action? What's the, the highest course of integrity in, in that situation? And so once I've thought out the various possibilities of the conversation ahead of time, I'm more prepared going in. And then that gives me the confidence to have the courage to, you know, pick up the phone or, you know, whatever, you know, set up the meeting and um, just deal with it. And, you know, to the point you made earlier at the end of it, it's never as bad as what I conjured up in my brain, you know, (laughs) and, you know, I, um, when you sit on things like that and you just let them stew, uh, I think you just make it worse. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, especially when it comes to challenging conversations, best to just, you know, find the courage to have them, at least for me. And um, it's never as bad as you, as you think it's going to be. And it feels so good when it's, when it's over, kind of like landing on the ground after jumping out of the plane, you know, I just, (laughs) yeah, well, and that's the thing that, you know, those moments of courage brings out the heightened level of, you know, heart rate and blood pressure and and some of those things, you know, stress and courage kind of go hand in hand sometimes. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's something too. So I've luckily, I've been able to be a people leader for a long time in, in the healthcare sector. And it's, you know, it's one of those things to where I had a great mentor of mine just said, your heart is pounding before you have the conversation, right? So use that energy, use that increased blood flow to say what you want to say, to think about it differently, you know, to feel prepared. Because a lot of times that body getting ready, we kind of panic, right? We think, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. But it's actually our body saying, hey, you're ready but just that one little switch, right? And then the other thought of um, having some of those conversations, whether it's difficult conversations or just one that you need to have, you know, not all of them are difficult. It's just an important one. It's not all about us, not about you, right? If you will, in that situation. So as the leader, if you have to have a conversation with somebody else that you add value in, you know, you've, you find value in, you sit there and think, okay, well, this is, that's why our heart's pounding because we're making it all about us but it's actually about the two of you or the three of you or the four of you or the six of you. Um, So that shifted it a lot for me. It's like, I took that energy out of myself and put it into both of us. And and that's kind of freed me up to kind of really be more curious and hear more right in those conversations. Cause I know a lot of times when we get into those conversations, we, we keep, you know, we talk about our intentions and we talk about our impact, but we keep reinstating our intentions so much. Um, you know, and that's like our courage showing back up of like, yeah, but here's why we're here. You know, <laughs> we don't listen as well, um, you know, but it's, it's been something that's been a growing process. Right. And I think it's a matter of not beating yourself up in moments that you didn't thrive in the conversation and just learning from it and, and applying new things the next time, like you said, in preparation, just knowing that you can do better and you can grow every time you've had those conversations. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a really good point. So I've got a question for you. This is a question that uh, my coach actually asked me, and I thought it was an interesting twist. So if you had even more courage in your life, what would you stop doing right now? What would I stop doing? I would um, stop putting off what I'm, what I truly, truly feel. I'm meant to be doing on this earth with speaking all over the world, coaching people um, on a personal level, on a team level, on executive level, but just going so forward in that because I find myself slowing down, right? So I would stop slowing myself down 
in that mission and, and trying to act like I have to have things lined up. Like I would stop overthinking. I already know the steps. I already have the passion. I want to put in all the work, but I would stop kind of getting in my own way, I guess, if you would, um, you know, and stop, you know, being less uh, um, confident, I guess, in my ability to grow and, and scale and, and do what I truly feel like I'm meant to do on this earth. And the, the why is the same. I just need to be more confident in the how. But uh, so then the follow on to that, yeah. is then what would you start doing right now? Uh, more daily affirmations, truthfully, more daily affirmations around I, the, the things that I want, the things that I want to be able to do and how I want to serve others and, and give to people in a way that is um, what lights my soul on fire and, you know, start reaching out to people and start breaking through some of those barriers and start taking some more chances with, with that side of things, with speaking all over the place and, you know, writing, you know, writing more books and just start doing some of those things just to keep movement going, um, you know, and not relying on hope as a strategy. So, yeah. So this, this episode, this episode is recorded. So I'm going to take the little segment there that (laughs) you just said, what you're going to stop doing and what you're going to start doing. And I'm going to send it back to you. And as we wrap up the episode, this one, um, I would ask our listeners to Mm. in their journals, right? Write, write down answers to those two questions. If you had even more courage in your life, what would you stop doing right now? Because it brings out so much when you think of it that way. And then the follow on, you have to, you have to do the next question after you answer the first one is what would you start doing? And from there, man, you actually have a, a course of action that you can plot out like a small step, right? right. You just described so much that would change <laughs> life on full size. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and those are such thought provoking questions and it's self accountability in a lot of ways, because we first have to call out something we know we're doing right now that isn't serving us. And that's the stop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then the start is the thing we know we should have been doing, but been putting it off, but actually drawing it out and holding yourself accountable again and saying like, okay, I know I should be doing this. Yeah. And we all have those, don't we? Absolutely. What are your two now that we're recording? If we're recording and sharing, now I got to, oh. I can, now I need to answer those. Yeah, I need those answers from you too. Really? Oh, man. So, man, that's so deep. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to just make it easy. And if I had more courage, what would I stop doing right now? I would stop saying yes to so many commitments that they matter to me, you know, the causes matter to me, but they don't align with my big goals right now. And so what they do, um, you know, it makes me feel good because I, I understand that I'm contributing to something worthwhile, but it doesn't align with my goals and therefore it takes away from the time that I have available to move the ball forward on my own goals, on my own life. There's a balance there, right? Because I do find a lot of joy in um, giving to organizations and helping organizations. And I just do a lot of it. And um, so if I had more courage, I would, I would 
I would stop saying yes so much. And I would start, what would I start doing? I would start blocking 30 minutes to an hour a day outside of my, you know, marketing agency business and dedicating it solely to uh, this new endeavor. Um, I know for sure that my, my marketing agency would do just fine without me and probably better for that hour. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, it's hard to block the time. I, I need the courage to just, okay, this is a non-negotiable block of time, right? Even if there's an emergency, you know, there, there are people on my team who can handle it. I'm not the be all end all. And I just have to <laughs> remind myself of that and honor yeah. the time. So yeah, that would be my, my knee jerk reaction to that. But yeah, but it's an important question to ask. We all need to, to ask that of ourselves and not just once over and over because the answers are going to change as the seasons of your not just of your life, but, you know, of your year, of your situation changes too. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing those. It's, uh, it's always interesting because it elicits such a raw, natural place. Right. And the one thing that I feel like uh, that really, hopefully the listeners, as they write down their answers to that and, you know, find somebody else and, and challenge them to answer that question for you. Right. So you can kind of get some more feedback as, as, you know, all the listeners, keep kind of growing and, and having that, what I think they're going to find is just answering those two questions alone, make them make people realize they have courage, the more or the less, right. It is debatable, right. Questionable, but just starting off with saying, I do have courage that just changes your answers to those two things right away. Naturally, you know? Um, but I think that that's so valuable to, to be able to kind of, you know, hold yourself accountable, but also know, you know, that whole thought of uh, um, our ability to learn and grow and develop new skills and develop these things. But when we find ways to do it together, that's when it kind of, you know, it's an exponential factor of growth. Um, when we realize that, uh, you know, being vulnerable in that way of, um, and plus being called out later on, that you're like, you're going to do um, for me right now, like, I want to prove you right. And, and, you know, improve myself, right. And, and that's, uh, that's awesome. So I appreciate yeah, that. Now. I'm happy to hear that. Well, we, we yeah. talked about um, the format of this podcast going in and our, we were always going to have a call to action for our audience and the listeners. And I feel good that maybe that's just our call to action today is to take those two questions and journal about them for yourself, right? If you had more courage, what would you stop doing right now? And then what would you start doing? And I mean, that just taking the time to reflect on that and answer that for yourself really moves the ball forward in your life. And, you know, we, we named this podcast happy on purpose. And I mean, that's a step in that direction for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the call to action piece is the thing that we want to, I think that's going to be the, the, what adds the most value mm-hmm. is there's a, there are a lot of listeners who are probably in the car, uh, maybe at work. I don't know what they're doing. Right. But in that sense of the, the moving forward, the on purpose, right. On purpose comes with action, like you said. And so that we want to help you all move, um, by small steps, because every small step leads you closer. 
and, and it builds confidence as well. So every topic we're going to talk about is going to kind of take every, you know, take you on a different journey and different aspects of things. But uh, we, we promise we're going to give you authenticity and we're going to give you a call to actions every time. And, uh, you know, we hope that by the end of the episode, you feel inspired um, to take that call of action and then inspire somebody else. You know, the, no, no, uh, no good message can be uh, shared too often. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's something that we're here to do. And it also makes other people believe in themselves, which is pretty great. So I love that. Yeah. I appreciate you, TJ. Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate All right. you. <laughs> All right. Let's go be happy on purpose. All right. Go be courageous. See you next time. <laughs> All right. Bye. You've been listening to the Happy on Purpose podcast. And if you enjoyed uh, this episode on courage, I would encourage you to go to happyonpurpose.com where you can download our call to action and the show notes and a bunch of other resources that TJ and I have put together to share with you. We'll see you next week.